In CBS Sports' latest 2024 NFL mock draft, the Chicago Bears come out with a haul. We're going to talk about this and more coming up next. You are locked on NFL Draft, your daily podcast covering the NFL Draft. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, Locked On family? Welcome back to the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, your daily podcast covering your favorite draft prospects, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for making Locked On NFL Draft your first listen today and every day. Shout out for being our everydayers. I'm your boy, Damian Parson, always on the ones and twos. You can find and follow me on X at DP underscore NFL. I'm a national scout and senior draft analyst. And guys, I got to kick this intro over to my partner in crime, Keith Sanchez, Mr. LSU 2019 national champion with them LSU Tigers, Bengal Tigers. You can find and follow him on X at the talent code. You talk to him, baby. What's up, Locked On family? This is Keith Sanchez, 2019 national champ with those LSU Tigers, but not just any LSU Tigers. DP, we talking about Heisman Tigers, man. Shout out to my guy, man, Jaden Daniels, for bringing home the Heisman back to LSU where it belongs, man. But listen, more importantly, right, the, the other side of this dynamic duo that we like to call the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, man, we talk everything college football, we talk everything NFL football, and like we like to say over here, it all starts with the NFL Draft, Draft Philosophy, Draft Strategies, Roster Management, we, we cover it all over here on this show, and DP, we bringing it back, man, it's back, it's back, it's back, it is my Draft Monday, so everybody get excited, let's get going, man, we're going through CBS, CBS's Latest released mock draft. You know how we do this thing, man. First segment, we're going picks 1 through 10. Second segment, we're going picks 11 through 20. And that third segment, we're going picks 21 through 32, DP. Before we get this thing started, why don't you hit them with our title sponsor? This episode is brought to you by Prize Picks, the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Go to prizepicks.com slash locked on NFL and use the code all lowercase locked on NFL for a first deposit match up to $100. All right, Keith, let's kick it off with picks one through 10. This mock draft, guys, I'll let you go ahead and know who is from it's CBS Sports. Josh Edwards did this mock, so let's get into it. Pick number one, the Chicago Bears took Caleb Williams, quarterback out of USC. Number two, the New England Patriots selecting Drake May, quarterback from North Carolina. Number three, Marvin Harrison Jr., the Belitnikoff winner, is headed over to the Arizona Cardinals. Number four, Sam Howell gets some protection up front with Olu Fashanu to the Washington Commanders. Number five, Dallas Turner, edge number one out of Alabama to the Chicago Bears. Joe Alt goes up to shore up the offensive line for the New York Jets. Brock Bowers to the New York Giants at number seven. We have J.C. Latham. Offensive tackle out of Alabama at number eight to the Tennessee Titans. Number nine, we got Malik Neighbors to the New Orleans Saints. And Jaden Daniels, Mr. Heisman himself at pick number 10 to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Keith, what stands out to you in this uh, top 10 so far? DP, it is fireworks, fireworks, fireworks with this mock draft. Um, I'm going to start in New York. With the – do I want to do the Jets or the Giants? Let's go with the Giants, DP. They went with Brock Bowers, right? And, and the explanation, you know, he talked about being able to potentially move on from Darren Waller and that, you know, the salary cap and being relieved of that. But I would ask, drafting Brock Bowers, 
is that your biggest issue, right? I, I don't know if that's your biggest issue, right? Like, it, in with Darren Waller, you potentially, you know, you may want to find another right tackle, right? J.C. Latham goes, and maybe Alabama, I mean, maybe New York Giants fans don't want another Alabama offensive tackle, right? But you can address the offensive line situation, and then the C.J. Daniels um, go at pick 10, right? I would think that, and, and I, I would love to, you know, just talk to him about this, is that if he's that high on Jaden Daniels, if he can go pick 10, he can go pick seven, right? And in, in, in my eyes, in the sense of the fact of giving the Giants the ability to address the quarterback situation, because I, I, we we tried to be optimistic right after 2022 season, right? But we before we knew what it was, and it's like after that this season, right? We knew what it was in protect when it pertains to Daniel Jones. So I'm looking at that DP, and I'm I'm saying to Brock Bowers, I, I love the the player, the prospect, the selection, right? I just don't know about is it addressing a top issue, right? Whether that's the offensive line, because what, what are you going to run it back with, right? Do you think Brock Bowers is going to significantly make Daniel Jones better? I don't think so because Darren Waller is there, right? Like you up, you try to upgrade this wide receiver core and it just wasn't good. He has Saquon Barkley, a top five running back in the backfield, and it still just wasn't good. So I think you just have to try to either get better along the offensive line or you address the quarterback situation. Yeah, Keith, I, I'm with you. That when I saw that pick, that was one that stood out to me because I was just like, they have an offense, like you said, they have an offensive line and a quarterback problem. And you know, like you said, JC Latham sitting on the board. I'd rather go Latham here and get a natural for New York Giants fans. Let me settle your, your let me calm your angst right now. JC Latham is an actual right tackle. Evan Neal is more of a left tackle playing right tackle. Okay, so. It's two total different worlds, but Keith, I'm with you. Like getting Brock Bowers, who I love as a prospect, it's like, okay, we're still putting it with Daniel Jones, right? We're still putting up Daniel Jones behind the offensive line that you worry can it can can that old line protect him? I rather do some other things like maybe get offensive line. Like I said, go Jaden Daniels. Let's let's move the needle, right? And well, I, I don't think Brock Bowers is moving the needle that much for them in this like very difficult division. Yeah, I, I agree a hundred percent. And even if you're, if you're going after a skill position, well, I guess just an offensive weapon, right? This could be a potential situation where the giants move down some, if you move to pick 10 and then you're able to get Jane Daniels, but also able to pick up another second round pick, maybe potentially. Right. And then you're able to go draft two wide receivers, maybe in this, in this draft, right. Or, or draft Jatavian Sanders at tight end and then get a wide receiver. Then like, now you're like, okay, cool. We really have a young nucleus with a new wide receiver, a new tight end, plus Jalen Hyatt, you know, from last year, um, giving him credit, though. I want to give him credit. I like the Joe outpick. And, you know, I've been texting with, you know, some people in, in media, right, and they've been, you know, getting, you know, asking me my opinion, right, the Olu Fashano, Joe Oak thing. I say this, that Joe Oak has the high floor and the, the floor matches the ceiling, right, where there's, I don't think there's going to be a high variance, and it's a safe pick. But that's what the New York Jets need, right? They need a safe yeah. pick. Like, y'all, we you've consistently tried this Makai Becton thing, right? And then it's been a road, rotating door at left tackle. I think Joe Oak, you know exactly what you're getting on film. You know exactly who you're getting as a prospect. And I do think he's a plug-and-play left tackle for the next 10 years. And this is not, you know, because I know New York Jets fans, right? You've heard this before, especially with the Makai Becton situation. I don't think that this is a plug-and-play in a sense of the fact of, he has all the potential in the world, right? I wouldn't even use potential with Joe Oak. He has proven it already, right? Like, you, he, yeah. he has done it 
at that level. So I, I like the Joe Alt selection, especially if you're going to run it back with Aaron Rodgers one more year, right? And having that blind side protected, that way, you know, he can have that blind side protected and then moving on from there. So I wanted to give credit for the Joe Alt selection. No, 100%, Keith. And, 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 you know, for me, as I said in the cold open, I love what he did for the Chicago Bears, just to start off there, getting Caleb Williams, moving on from, from Justin Fields, who I, you know, I'm a big fan about of. Dallas Turner, edge one. How do you feel about Dallas Turner, edge one? That, that one, <laughs> I, that caught me, but Keith, I'm not going to lie. I don't hate that because when I look at his athleticism, right, and he's learning the counters and pass rush repertoire, like his ceiling is high, man. Like this is a high impact caliber type of athlete and player off the edge. And, and I like what I've seen from him on tape, especially this year, right? Last year, he was constantly getting pressure, but he wasn't closing the deal. This year, mm-hmm. he's closing the deal and getting these sacks, as well as consistently getting into the backfield as well, Keith. So getting both of those guys, now you're putting Dallas Turner opposite of Montez Sweat, who's having an impact already after the right. trade and the contract extension, I think that's big. But Keith, I got to go to number nine. I got to go to number nine. What are we doing here? Um, You know what I mean? Like I get it, we went to LSU. We went into the we we went into our backyard, but you went to the wrong position. Okay, Derek Carr is not it. He's not the answer. I don't care how many how 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 hard he works after getting banged up and and, and injured on Sundays just to fight his way back. When we think we're about to get a little Jameis Winston, every time we think we're about to get a little Jameis, Derek Carr says, "Absolutely not. I'm healthy. Let me roll out here like I'm Captain America." I'm sick of it, man. Let's go ahead and get Jaden Daniels at nine. But I do like the Malik neighbors putting him with Chris Olave. You know what I mean? And, and A.T. Uh, Perry. I, I think it could be a really good mixture, Keith. But I was just like, man, like that's tough to me because I I don't like what I've seen from Derek Carr. And I know they, they, they're they tied to his contract for another year or so. But I would have loved to put Jaden Daniels here and, and, and really kind of reset this this whole organization. Yeah, I mean, and my same point with the Giants, right? Now you're talking about Jane Daniels with only one pick, right? And and, and right. not like the Saints had to trade up. You literally could have drafted him and you just chose not to when you, you have a quarterback issue. So we'll see. We'll, we'll talk about that. But, DP, we are on to picks 11 through 20, right? And the picks 1 through 10, they, they, they were exciting. They kind of caught me off guard of <laughs> Dallas Turner being edge. One was not expecting that, right? Jane Daniels going high as pick 10. I thought he was going to go to the back of the first round. But, man, we'll continue to keep this thing, keep this thing flowing, man. So coming up next is picks 11 through 20. Whenever the game clock stops, guys, that's time to order in with DoorDash. I live in the Greenville County area of South Carolina. And guys, one of my favorite places to order in from, especially for desserts, is the Cheesecake Factory, okay? Right there in Greenville. And guys, you get I get it delivered right to my front door. So you're thinking about after having my chips and dips, my nachos or my burgers and fries and all the other watch party favorites that we typically indulge in during game day, uh, to be able to get great great dessert okay with an assortment of flavors and different varieties to be able to get that delivered to your front door is a outstanding feature okay and DoorDash is going to bring that to you but guys get 50% off up to a $10 value when you spend $15 or more on your first order when you download the DoorDash app and enter the code LOCKED23 get 50% off up to a $10 value you spend $15 or more on your first order when you download the DoorDash app and enter the code LOCKED23 
With the 11th pick, Las Vegas Raiders select cornerback out of Clemson, Nate Wiggins. At pick 12, the Los Angeles Chargers select cornerback Kool-Aid McKinstry from Alabama. At number 13, the Buffalo Bills select Edrisha Leitu Latu out of UCLA. Now we got a little run here. We got Jared Verse, edge of the Florida State, going at 14 to the Denver Broncos. We have at 15, J.J. McCarthy, Four quarterbacks in the top 15 picks. McCarthy goes to the Seattle Seahawks. Number 16, the Los Angeles Rams select Cooper Dijon, a corner out of Iowa. At 17, the Cincinnati Bengals select Jerzon Newton, interior defensive lineman from the University of Illinois. At number 18, we have Chop Robinson, Edge from Penn State going to the Arizona Cardinals. Number 19, the Atlanta Falcons selecting wide receiver from Washington, Roma Dunze. At pick 20, we have Amarius Mims going to the Green Bay Packers. Keith, I got to start. What do you have to start it? Go ahead. It's a cold, but I'm sitting here looking at this. I'm like, man, this is some exciting stuff to look at, right? It's really good, different, different type of vibe here. This one right here, Keith, that number 19. If Arthur Smith is the head coach of the Atlanta Falcons, keep Rome Adunze away from this man. Keep him away, Keith. Keep keep all these receivers. Keep the tight ends, right? Remember that video a couple years ago? Hide your kids, hide your wife. Hide your receivers and your tight ends away from Arthur Smith, man. I don't want this because we don't know what the quarterback situation looks like. He's drafted Kyle Pitts in the top five. They've drafted uh, um, no Drake London, Drake top London. 10. Took B. John Robinson, top 10. And the only guy that he seems to have a semblance of knowledge on how to use is Bijan because he wants to run the ball 170 times a game. Absolutely not. Well, Keep Roman I mean, Duse away even, from the Atlanta Falcons. Even Bijan goes through his situation where he doesn't Correct. touch the rock, right? Like they're, they're he was on my fantasy team, Keith. I traded him off before the trade <laughs> deadline. I wasn't dealing with it no more. Yeah, it was, it was I cut like Kyle a, Pitts as well. Oh wow, okay. You you yeah, you went you you, I'm you done. Yeah, you, you a wild manager, man. You you doing your thing. <laughs> you are active. Um, but nah, man, there's a couple picks that I do like with this selection. I, first of all, I like the Jared verse to the Denver Broncos. I think mm -hmm. it's what Denver needs, right? Somebody to go opposite of a Baron Browning, uh, get them a nice one two punch, right? Remember, I think that was what when the Broncos, I think they had one of the better defenses when they had Von Miller and I believe it was Shane Ray. Remember that? That was that's a name yeah. pull right there, um, from Missouri. Um, I, I like that selection. The J.J. McCarthy one to the Seattle Seahawks, I can see that. I can see that because I have to give Pete Carroll credit. I told you, coming into last season, right, I'm like, there's no way that Pete Carroll, a defensive coach, is going to be able to turn around Geno Smith. But guess what? He did it, right? I was wrong. He told me, Keith, let me show you what I can do with a quarterback, <laughs> right? I coach football, not just defense. So you get a guy with all the tools like J.J. McCarthy, but I also like the fact of how the Seattle Seahawks – operate offensively dp or, or what they want to do in the sense of the fact of they don't mind like they it, it's a game by game basis right i think they're truly a balanced team meaning that they'll run the ball 30 times yeah. but they'll also throw it 40 times right and i think jj mccarthy in a system that kind of like allows him to, to kind of unfold like in in a in in a protected way right like they don't just throw everything at him so i mean we know they're committed to the run game dp they drafted three running backs in in, in two years right they they, yep. they they went crazy with the running backs offensive line they addressed the, the entire offensive line so i like that selection for 
uh, J.J. McCarthy and the Seattle Seahawks. DP, I want to ask you. And real quick, I like it as well because Pete Carroll, to me, it would be the perfect coach for J.J. McCarthy, right? Yeah. He, he's going he's gonna to uplift him. He's going to motivate his guys. He, you're, you're never going to question if Pete Carroll has your back, right? You're never going to question that. Well, you can question that from a lot of different coaches, and I think that would be perfect for J.J. McCarthy and his development in the NFL. I agree 100%. I want to ask you about the very next pick, DP. Can you scroll up just a little bit? Um, how do you feel about Cooper DeGene going that high like, well, uh, or at this pick? Because I feel like it's a variance of how people feel about Cooper DeGene, right? Like some people are saying he shouldn't make it out of the top 20. Some people are saying he's a second, third-round pick. I want to ask you, Los Angeles Rams, pick – what is that? Pick 16. How do you feel about Cooper DeGene going there? Man, that, that's – this one was tough when I saw it, right? Because I thought about just some of the other corners that was going to be on the board and available, and I was like, man, you know, is Cooper really that much better than Denzel Burke? And for me, I think Cooper's also very scheme-dependent in terms of if you're playing him. Like, some people say he's a safety. I could see that, but I think he is a corner, and I think he's a cover-three corner. Talking about, you know, a half-zone turn alignment, you know, bail drop, bail technique, where he can keep his eyes on the quarterback, right? And it allows him to he doesn't have to worry about opening the gate, right? The gate's already open. His hips are already open and in a, a level, a, a place of comfort, right. whether when you put them in, in, in press man coverage and you're telling him to now mirror guys that are quick footed, oily hipped, really quick twitch. Like he, he does struggle with some change of direction stuff. So I'd rather, I'd rather put him in, in, in cover three and that kind of off ball half zone turn. I think with the pass rush, if, AD is still there. Aaron Donald, right? Byron, Byron Young is coming along as a rookie, being an impact player. They can get the pass rush going. Cooper DeJean has good ball skills, too. Like, he'll drive on the football. He can catch the football with uh, good hands, in my opinion. So he knows how to take the ball away from opposing offenses. So I don't hate it. It's just like, man, this is uh, this was a little high for me, Keith. I'm not going to lie. It's the top 20? You know, you know high, but I do like the player, though. Like where where I'm kind of at with him as a prospect, I'm I'm kind of somewhere in between Paulson Adebo and Caillou Blue Kelly, right? Where I like him, I don't know if I love the situation, and I'm afraid that in certain situations you may not show as well, right? Like, and I think that's kind of where I'm at with Cooper yeah. DeGene. No, I'm with you, Keith. My my last two takeaways here and and from picks of eleven through twenty, man, seventeen to eighteen. First of all, seventeen for the Cincinnati Bengals. Who, who their defensive line is ferocious as it is to get Jerzon Newton and slide him at that interior kind of three tech and their even four man front pass rush with you know potential set with you know having Sam Humbert on uh at, at one end. I would love to put him right beside Trey Hendrickson and talk about yeah. you have to slide protection. Now I get to overload blitz you, I get to like send pressure, simulate pressure. Man, like that would make that defense even better, especially with the young ballers that they got in the secondary from corner to safety. I love that pick, Keith. And then, of course, our guy, Chop Robinson, man. You talk about giving Jonathan Gannon a do. You got you drafted BJ Ojulari on day two of this past draft of 2023. Now you go and add Chop Robinson, right? <laughs> the, the Cardinals are like, let's go to the Big Ten. We're going to take Marvin Harrison in the top five. Now let's go get Chop Robinson. That, that explosiveness, the bend, the juice that he's going to bring off the off the uh, the ball, Keith. We talked about it. JJ McCarthy and that versus Penn State. They wanted to throw the ball early in that game, right? Chop Robinson is the reason they started to run it. 
because yep. he was whooping those tackles <laughs> like they stole something from him, man. So for me, Keith, I love those two picks, pick 17 and 18, Jerzon Newton to the Cincinnati Bengals, and then Chop Robinson to the Arizona Cardinals. No, I'm right there with you, DP. I, I like the Chop Robinson pick. I think that that kind of, like you said, is a very complimentary pick, and it, it makes sense, right? And that's what you want to do in the NFL draft. You want to make sense. Two explosive addresses, him and BJ. B, yeah. BJ off, off the off the ball, man. That's 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 good stuff. That's that's big time, right there with DP. Let's keep this thing going. Let's keep it flowing, man. Coming up next is picks 21 through 32 of the mock drafts from CBS Sports. Today's episode of Locked On NFL Drafts been brought to you by Prize Picks. They are the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. It's just you against the numbers. Guys, with basketball season here and in full swing, you can now pick combo projections across football and basketball from the Specials League, a league created specifically for combo projections that includes two or more players from different sports and leagues. For example, LeBron James plus George Kittle at a 12 and a half combo of three-pointers made plus receptions. Do you want to play alongside some of prize picks favorite players like rapper meek mill and comedian andrew schultz you can now find community plays under the promos tab of the app to view entries from some of the biggest names in the prize pick community each and every week this week tonight tonight on on prize picks guys i'm taking on monday night football will levis for less than 208 and a half passing yards versus the miami Dolphins. Guys, all you need to do is very simple. Go to prospects.com slash locked on NFL and use the code locked on NFL for a first deposit match up to $100. At pick 21, the Minnesota Vikings take JT Tuamaloao from de- uh, defensive end from Ohio State. At pick 22, Indianapolis Colts select Terrian Arnold, cornerback out of Alabama. At pick 23, the Pittsburgh Steelers select offensive tackle from Oregon State, Talis Fuaga. From Oregon State, big 6'6", 330-pound man. Denzel Burke, cornerback from Ohio State, is going to the Houston Texans at pick 25. Patrick Mahomes get another wide receiver. Keon Coleman out of Florida State. Another wide receiver off the board at pick 26 to uh, to the Jacksonville Jaguars. Give me Brian Thomas Jr. from LSU. Safety at pick 27 for the Dallas Cowboys. Tyler Newbin out of Minnesota at pick 28. Troy Fautenu, interior offensive line, offensive tackle to the Detroit Lions from Washington. Doesn't matter. Great player. Pull up, go ahead and pull him in your lineup. At pick 29, Graham Barton, offensive tackle, interior offensive line from Duke, going to the San Francisco 49ers. At pick 30, Quinion Mitchell, cornerback from Toledo to the Baltimore Ravens. Pick 31, the uh, Miami Dolphins select Jordan Morgan, offensive tackle from Arizona. And at pick 32, Kingsley, Sua Mataya, uh, right tackle for BYU to the Philadelphia Eagles. Keith, that's a lot of action in, these, in this last, this it's, third it's, part it's, of this, this mock draft, man. And there's a lot of offensive linemen going, Oh, too, yeah, right? it's, it's, it's nine. Nine yeah. offensive linemen in this first round. And I could very well see that. And I'm pretty sure that that's a, a record. Should be a a, a record for very close to it, if team. not. Yeah. So I, I want to stop right there at, at Talise, right? The offensive tackle from Oregon uh, yep. State. I like this pick because he's a great run blocker, right? And and that's what this Pittsburgh Steelers deep offense. I'm sorry, offense needs, right? They need identity. And you start building this thing like chip by chip, block by block, right? So you pair him up, DP. With Amarius Mims, now you have two of the more athletic, physical, um, violent, temperament guys, right? They have you the mean Roger Jones. Yeah. I'm, wait, what did you say? 
You meant you meant Broderick Jones. He's like oh yeah 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. I meant Broderick Jones. I'm sorry. The Georgia offensive lineman, right? They're ruling. They Correct. Had a, they had a pipeline. Broderick Jones. I'm sorry. And you know how I felt about Broderick Jones last year. I thought he was probably the most talented one. Like his ceiling nice. was the highest. And they're getting they're getting out they're getting that out of him right now, right? And you you throw Talise in there. I think man, you're talking about rebuilding this Pittsburgh Steelers offensive line. Now you can move forward because I don't think the Steelers are going to move on from Kenny Pickett after this year but what you need to do is bring obviously bring in a new offensive coordinator and then bring in the offensive line get the run game established and then if even if you want to go spread dp because we've seen the best versions of kenny pickett right when he was in empty right and he's he was kind of that guy that could just pick and pick apart a defense right so you put him in empty but you need if you're going five man protections you need offensive linemen that can block so i love that i love that selection being able to pair, pair him up with Roger jones and you'll be able to move forward you know, hundred percent. He, you know, and Josh said it in his blurb, in his explanation. You, because remember, Broderick Jones playing right tackle right now. You flip uh-huh. him back to the left side. And you got Fuaga, yeah. uh, Fuaga at at right tackle. Now these guys are playing a natural position, and and Kenny Pickett is going to feel good. Then you can go to the to the free agent market, Keith. Like you said, brick by brick, and, and, and add some interior offensive line help. Now this offensive line looks vastly different. And it has over the last three, uh, two to three years, where it's been kind of the Achilles heel of the offense. Keith, for me, pick twenty-five. The Kansas City Chiefs getting Keon Coleman. Keith, that would be crazy. now. I'm a little torn on this because I like Keon Coleman, right? I like him as a prospect, but it's like it feels a little redundant, right? When you got Rasheed Rice, who's more like run after catch, See, you know, I- contested catch guy. I felt like you would want to get more of a, a speed threat okay. to kind of give you that yin, yin uh was a yin yin and yang. Yeah. yeah I, I, so this and, and maybe this is how we felt about the receivers coming out of college, right? Like I I view Keon Coleman as a higher graded prospect, right? Like I, oh, I, I view him like as a like I, I think his ceiling is like top 10 wide receiver in the NFL. I don't know if Rasheed Rice's ceiling is that high. You get what I'm you get what I'm trying to say? I get what you're saying, like as far as the redundant skill set. I just think that Keon Coleman, you're drafting the number one. I think yeah. um I think Rasheed Rice is potentially a number two wide receiver, right? Like mm-hmm. kind of at best, and don't quote me and don't hold me to that. Because obviously, when you have a quarterback like Patrick Mahomes, he can make Anything he can turn anybody to a wide receiver. Almost like remember when Peyton Manning had Pierre Gasson, and then it was like <laughs> Was it like Whalen? And then he, you know, he, he just took anybody. And he was like, you know what? We lost whoever. You're a number one wide receiver. Watch me give you a thousand yards, right? Max. So it's, it's it's definitely crazy. Uh, but let's let's keep this thing going. I, I do agree with the Kansas City Chiefs and Keon Coleman. Can you scroll down a little bit more? I think it's pick 29. I like this pick for the San Francisco 49ers. And it's it's committing to and that and the pick is Graham Barton to the San Francisco 49ers, right? And Graham Barton, the offensive tackle from Duke. It's people are talking about this guy can play tackle, guard, or center, right? He's this but year's Peter Skaronski, Keith. Yeah, he's this year's Peter Skaronski. So if you guys have watched Peter Skaronski last year, I, I think you can almost copy and paste a draft report, right, for, for these guys. But um, I think that he helps just fill the hole wherever the 49ers hole may be, right? And, and they've talked about this offensive line that, you know, it may be some interior, interior offensive line help that they need, you know, a little bit of help at tackle, right? And I think he can play it all, play it at a high level. It was much like the pick that I talked about, Joe Oak, right at the beginning of the podcast, where this is a safe pick. You're just knowing exactly what you're getting. And people are going to talk about arm length and go through that and all that whole thing. But the question is, 
if you're are you drafting an NFL player that's going to start for you? And that answer, when you're talking about the back end of the first round, that answer is just for the 49ers. He's going to contribute and he's going to play well in this game. No, 100. I, I like that pick. The only thing for me is like I know that like. I like the pick because, like you said, it's committing to who they are. I would have loved for them to get a right tackle like Kingsley because their right tackle is kind of their weak link on the on the offensive line right now. But right, nonetheless, right. like getting a guy like Grant Barton is big, Keith. It's huge for this offense. They get to continue doing what they do. Man, it, it's so many offensive linemen. <laughs> like, yeah, I know. I mean, it, it finishes off, right? You got Troy Fontanano. Uh, with the Lions, Graham Barton, you got Jordan Morgan, which is a good pick for the Miami Dolphins because they've been needing to get offensive tackle help. And then your boy Kingsley that you just talked about, right? He's going at offensive tackle. Lane so- Johnson replacement, Keith. Lane Johnson <laughs> replacement. I'm yeah, no, nah, definitely, definitely. And it, it's, it's going to be fun and exciting. And, and I like this mock draft because, it, honestly, I feel like it's a it has a – some of them you look at and it's all perspective, right? But you feel like – I don't know if this is realistic, right? But yeah. I feel like this is realistic with just the amount of offensive linemen that, you know, were, were drafted and the skill position players. I will say this, DP, we, we we didn't get no Xavier Leggett. We didn't get no Xavier Worthy. So that's something to definitely look out for as we go through these mock yeah. draft Mondays. Like I said, we are back with that to see which guys, as we go through the mock drafts, are higher on the wide receiver prospects than the offensive tackle prospects. 100%. And Keith, number, before we close out, Tyler Newbin, I love this pick. To the Dallas Cowboys, man. When you got Trayvon Diggs coming back healthy, Deron Bland, two interception ball hawk machines, and you add this guy who could do the exact same thing from the safety position, oh, man. You know what I mean? With with Micah Parsons and Demarcus Lawrence, hopefully Mozzie Smith takes that step as a pass rusher next year so he's playing more on third downs and creating interior pressure. I think they still have uh, Sam Williams from Ole Miss that they drafted. That front being able to get pressure and, and create erratic, quick um, impulse decisions from the quarterback, having a Tyler Newbin uh, over the top of, you know, in, in the coverage, over the top of Trayvon Diggs and Deron Bland. It's like, man, no spot on the field in this secondary is going to be safe from getting the pass intercepted. So I really like that. Yep, I agree. I agree with DP. That wraps up another show, man, of the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, man, where I am Keith Sanchez. You can find me on X at The Talent Code, man. That is DP Damian Parsons, man, my co-host. You can find him on X at DP underscore NFL, man. If you like the show, hit that like button. If you want to comment and talk about this mock draft, go ahead and drop a comment, man. And if you haven't subscribed, go ahead and subscribe to the YouTube channel. We are here 24-7, 365. And like we always like to see, man. Y'all talk to us because we like to talk back. Like he said, listen, guys, tell us what's your favorite pick out of this mock drama. Tell us what you what pick you hated the most. Talk to us, like he said, because we talk back. But go subscribe and follow for free on YouTube or wherever you listen to podcasts. Get the latest episode as soon as it is available. Thank you for making Locked On NFL Draft your first listen today and every day. Shout out for being our every dayers on tomorrow's show you know we have rookie report we're gonna have some game ball we're gonna get into uh nfl draft storylines looking at the 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 updated um you know draft order and everything we got all that coming for you on tomorrow's show so come and join the conversation again tomorrow on the locked on podcast network your team every day